Everybody, welcome to the show. You know where you are, the nine nine with me, Kigo. And as you guys know, I talk about it all the time. I'm a Navy veteran, and I love talking with other veterans. One, we get into great stories. One, hey, they served their country, and I really want to talk about that. But today, we've got a great veteran. He's a Marine, but you know, Navy Marine. We kind of get along. <laughs> He's also a motivational speaker. He's an author. He's a buddy from Secret Knock. Y'all know I talk about Secret Knock. But he's got 30 years in martial arts. Richard Gordon, are you out there? I am here, ready to get it going. Thank you for let's having me. Go, let's go. I, I'm trying to get past the Marine thing, you know, and if you call me an Uber driver for Marines, we're going to have a problem. No, no problem. <laughs> I, luckily, I worked in a unit that worked with every branch of the service, and I, and I respect them all. You know, we have fun behind closed doors, but for the real world, we, we respect and we unite. That's why we're the best in the world. Yeah, exactly. And so before we get, you know, totally into our interview, I just want to ask you as a veteran, there's some young people out there about to graduate from high school, maybe coming out of college, and are thinking about joining the services. What would you tell them? So the first thing I do is start with the parents because they're involved in this process. And I tell the parents I'm going to give them the positive and the negative, but I'm pro-military. I think everybody should serve if they're capable. And I think it's an experience that's valuable to every young man and every young woman to start their life. Yeah, as a child, you know, um, from the south side of Chicago, I always tell everybody the Navy saved my life because God mm -hmm. only knows what would have happened. And it also introduced me. My parents, you know, took me around the country. I saw almost all of the continuous states before I graduated high school. But the Navy started showing me the world. And it was on their dollar, and they mm -hmm. taught me, and I was able to travel. So I'm right there with you. And, you know, if we don't protect ourselves, then who will? All right, Richard, let's talk about this. 30 years in martial arts. Seriously? When did yes, you get started? When you were three? I, I know. I, I love that. But the, the more I teach and the more I give introductions when I'm doing seminars, you know, started out 10 years and that was impressive and then 20 and then 30. And now it's, it's closer to 40, actually. So, Ooh. yes, it's been my whole life. So, so I'm a little kid. I embraced the importance of the discipline, the structure. You know, I grew up in Brooklyn, so fighting was was a national pastime. Everybody learned to fight from a young age. So I said, there's got to be more to it. And then I explored the martial arts, which taught me the discipline, the respect, the physical control and all of those things. And it's just been a way of life. Let me ask, you know, I'm a grandmother of three grandsons. They're two, six and 15 going on 30. You know, how important is it to be in a program like martial arts to just kind of get that balance and that control? Because that's what I'm really worried about. I just don't want them to just be out there wiling out. You know what I'm saying? No, absolutely. And it's, it's very valuable for parents and grandparents to put kids in the arts, to expose them. And again, my philosophy, be you for you. Try different arts because people say which one's the best. And there are different ones. You just have to figure out which one's best for you, which one's best for the energy, which one's best for the instructor. But yeah, it teaches skills, life skills, you know, discipline, respect, self-control that you're not getting a lot of other places, unfortunately, nowadays. Of course, you get it in the military later on. But as a youth, there's not a lot of programs still existing out there that teach those. And like I said, my grandsons are two, six and 15 going on 30. When do you think is a great time to start? You know, should they wait, should I wait till they're in their teens or should they start earlier? When's the perfect time to start them? Yeah, that's always the great question that I get. And it's like everything else in life. The best time is now. 
now. You know, for the little one, if they're too small, bring them to the studio with the older brother, with the older siblings. Um, I've had the kids progress. I've had people, kids crawling around in the back and then they grew up there with the brothers for a couple of years and then they just segued in. So it wasn't foreign to them. It wasn't scary. It wasn't a, a you know, crazy environment. They, they understood it. So they segued in really nicely. So any age is, is the perfect age to expose children. to. I ran kid programs so the kids could get, I would go to nursery schools and do kind of fun stuff to, to take away the fear and the stuff you see on TV a lot. And for an adult, somebody who, you know, never had that opportunity as a child, but never felt quite balanced and maybe they have a, a short trigger and, you know, mm -hmm. they get angry quickly or they just feel frustrated all the time. Is it ever too late to start in a program? No, great, great questions. You know, you can help write the brochure because you're hitting, you're hitting all the, the points because that's exactly it. You know, we all have things in our lives. Like I'd have a class with kids and adults. The kids need to learn self-control. Most adults... They don't need to learn self-control and respect. What they need to learn is, you know, controlling their anger, flexibility, certain things that maybe they put aside to delve into their business and to delve into their lives. So they have different uh, priorities than a child. So at 50, 60, 70, we as an instructor will address what their needs are. That's amazing. Now, I know your program and you're working on a book, you're working on another program, but it's based on, you know, be you for you. What does that mean to you? And, and again, it comes back to the arts and life and the military. So again, look at the military as a force. We're going with the vet theme. There are so many different jobs in the military. And everybody always looks at Navy SEAL or the Army commandos, which is a great spot to be. But there are so many other people that support so many functions. Mm -hmm. So people get distracted by society. Be this, be that, do this, do that. And they're not doing what's true to them. You know, we have lawyers in the military. We have doctors in the military. We have admin and clerks and mail people. So I encourage people in life, figure out what it is that makes you tick, your personality, what makes you happy, and then follow that path. And then the decisions become easy. Once you know where you want to be in life, then you know exactly what decision to make along the way as you're presented with challenges and you're presented with issues and you're presented with questions about where do I go next? You know, I, I know our producer has been showing your website as we go through this, but we're on like 40 other audio platforms. Can you tell people if they're listening, how do they get in touch with you? Yeah, uh, I'm out there again. I love communicating with people. I love just meeting new people. That, that's what I do. And I help them. They help me. So to me, it goes both ways. You know, I'm a master, grandmaster in the arts, but I'm student for life. So they can see me at my website, which is codojo.net, richard.egordon3 on Facebook, and Instagram. So it's easy enough. So two other people beat me to the Richard E. Gordon. So I'm number three, but I'm still number one. <laughs> That's so funny because two people beat me to Teresa Goss and I'm number three as well. We, we got to talk about that. We, we may need to go visit them and talk about negotiating getting number one. That's what I'm saying. Um, I had the opportunity to meet you at Secret Knock. You know, you're amazing. You give this great energy. You, you talk to everyone that wants to listen. Mm -hmm. How important is it to connect and network when you're in an opportunity with these wonderful people like Secret Knock? Again, you're asking these very powerful questions to help people succeed. And that's actually one of my next book titles is how to network, you know, because as wow. you and I know, you see people that don't use their time effectively. You know, you need to be able to connect with people. You need to be able to connect quickly. And, and again, this is the reality. Sometimes you got to be harsh. I tell people, don't be boring. Yeah, that, that's the secret mm -hmm. to success in life. Don't be boring. <laughs> I'm right there with you. And I looked at some people, you know, I watched them for three days and they never left their seat. 
They may have moved to another table or whatever. And I'm going, oh my gosh, do you see the opportunity you have in front of you? These are people you may never meet again in life. And you're just sitting there. I wanted to go shake the chair and say, get up. You know, a couple of people I did go over and introduce myself and say, okay, what do you do? Because they never left their seat. The same thing. So yeah. And that's, that's what inspired me to write the book. Yeah. Because people just don't tough. know. You know, some people, they, they consciously don't make a decision. But I think a lot of people just don't know how to act in that environment. Like you and I, we're full steam ahead. So we're we're not shy. We're going to make shake trees. But the average person, I, I realize they just don't know. So that's why I, I put my energy into the book, because it's going to help a lot of people how to really navigate that environment, because it is chaotic. You know, It is really loud and chaotic and, and, and not everybody's nice. So they go up to someone who's not really nice and they get gun shy. Well, I want to thank you, my friend, for coming out and hanging out with me for the nine at nine. I hope you'll come back again because we touched on about this much of everything <laughs> you're doing, especially when your program comes out, your new program, your new book comes out because you're needed. You know, even though you're a Marine, you're a part of my family now, and I'm so happy you could hang out with me. It's been a pleasure. I'll be back anytime you want me. Awesome. Awesome. All right, everybody, we did it. Alan didn't cut us off. We actually got through the full was this close hey everybody make sure you check out richard gordon at ceodojo.net or you know just come and find tigo i don't know where to find him he's a buddy of mine and now part of my family i hope you enjoyed this episode i hope you'll come back next time and as always i'm tigo and i'll talk to you next time really alan really i was this close i was this close